This last Neezy news cycle, man, hella shit happened. Between Deflategate, Netanyahu's political overreach and Obama's State of the Union address, I'm bound to miss something. Wait, there was a State of the Union address last week? Hmm. American snipers causing an escalation in threats upon Arab people, because it's not like the rift between moderates and the loonies wasn't wide enough already. When it's frozen in the east, oh my god, danger! And finally, UFOs are on the rise. NASA's caught covering up two different UFOs on two separate live feeds, two separate times. I think they're trying to tell us something by not telling us something. All this and more coming up next on TNPS. United States of Earth. Welcome to the Neasy Please Show. I'm your host, Neasy Please, reporting in Washington. We begin tonight with this. What the hell's going on with the controversy over Deflate Gate worldwide? Well, maybe not worldwide because they don't play football worldwide. Well, they do, but it's the other football they play worldwide. They play soccer, cuz. It's not that I'm taking anything away from our rugby players out there. It takes real guts to play a sport that requires you to say, fuck having teeth. Chewing is overrated. But we're talking real American rules football here, ladies and germs. We're talking tossing the old pig skin across the gridiron, shedding blood, sweating tears in the pursuit of eternal glory. But whether or not the rise of all championships are on the level is now heavily being questioned. Thanks to the New England Patriots currently being lampooned in the media, as they rightfully should be considering they straight up got caught cheating. Again. Enter Deflate Gate 2015. New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick denied any and all accusations of manipulating balls of any kind, including the two he was gargling in front of the media when he boldfaced informed us, I'm embarrassed to talk about the amount of time I've put into this relative to the challenge we have in front of us. He then added further, this is the end of this subject for me for a long time. I've spent more than enough time on this. I say good day, sir! But what's the NFL got their panties in a bunch about? Marshawn Lynch's on-field fashion statements, that's right. They told Marshawn Lynch that he can't wear the golden cleats that he was preparing to use to tap dance all over the opposition and stiff-arm his way to yet another NFL championship. That's right, the NFL has deemed Marshawn's cleats as a distraction and as disrespectful towards the integrity of the game. But deflating balls is not a distraction, and it maintains the integrity of the game, sir. Come on now, get with the program, Americans. Deflating balls means nothing. It's all about the snappy fashion sense of Marshawn's golden cleats that's got everybody distracted. But East Coast old money interests perpetuating game manipulations, those are cool. 
No matter, though, because what it really comes down to is the NFL, like the rest of America, does not like free men. While cheating your way to the championships is all good. And for those of us who've kept up with the New England Patriots shenanigans, we know that this ain't even a one-time offense. No, sir, we're talking about cheating, repeating offenders. The New England Patriots have been accused of the following via Spygate and other tomfoolery. Filming the opposing team's practices, bugging the opposing team's locker rooms, manipulating the opposing team's communication devices, manipulating the crowd noise interference, amplifying and projecting audible interference into communication devices at key opportune times during games. And now they're accused of manipulating balls, deflating them just enough as to give the New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady more dexterity, more fingertip control, if you will, over the ball in games, an underhanded practice that we can assume has been occurring throughout the entire season. And as of most recently, now they're trying to scapegoat one of the Patriots ball boys into taking a rap. That's right, a New England ball boy will allegedly take the fall for deflate gate when we all know damn well that no one is handling Tom Brady's balls without him knowing it. That's right, Tom Brady likes his balls at full pressure, PSI, pound force per square inch. He likes his balls full of air, sir. Tom Brady prefers the feel of his balls to match the NFL standards. You're busting my balls over here trying to even make an issue out of this deflate gate bullshit. Psych. The ever-articulate Richard Sherman called out the hypocrisy of Deflategate at a press interview last week and left the league humiliated, not out of anger but out of righteousness when he noted the conflict of interest that NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell demonstrated when he attended a party at Patriots owner Robert Kraft's house just before the AFC Championship game amidst such swirling controversies. It's a little weird, don't you think? And with this not being the first of what are actually too many interferences coming from the New England Patriots, it's an insult to all real American Patriots who would never do something as dishonest like lie or cheat to get something they want. All real American Patriots are honest folks who cut fair deals and never tell pale-faced lies. Now this show deals with music, my music specifically, because I'm an American fuck who knows the worth of his own unique sound in a market inundated with bullshit and shabby wannabes, so much that I build my own platform as to showcase my own talent and tell my own stories. But this podcast also touches down on politics and bullshit, and no team in the entire history of the NFL League has done more to highlight the hypocrisy and bullshit of politics of the NFL than our champions, the Seattle Seahawks. From the morality of ad space placements like alcohol, to the responsibility of advocating for the freedom of expression, to players' health and safety, to young black and brown at-risk youths, the Seattle Seahawks put their money and their mouths and their minds toward all 12 of us winning on and off the field, and as the 12 man on the squad you best believe we about to spank some new england patriarchs but leave it to neil degrasse tyson and bill nye the science guy to take the rebellious heat off of our seattle seahawks by dissenting against the non-scientific processes that of coach Belichick's illogical theory in that atmospheric conditions of high heat led to the deflation of air from the game balls that the new england patriots played with that's all as they questioned his authority with two public posts, concluding that Coach Bilicek's illogic are the ramblings of a man scrambling like Randall Cunningham to make that last-ditch effort at a Hail Mary of a lie, hoping that we'll all just move on and forget, because otherwise he's got a lot of explaining to do about anything and everything. See, there was some swamp gas refracting off the light of Venus that caused a strobing effect for Marshawn Lynch's golden shoes, and that's why we lost so terribly. Yeah. As always, you can feel free to email me via Neezy at pleasey.com, or you can check me out on Twitter via at Neezy Please. I'm on Facebook via Neezy Please, both the band page as well as the person, and I'm also on Instagram under plain old please. We got that shit circulating up on SoundCloud. Don't be scared to hit that candy-like heart button and show that you love your boy Neezy Please. Please know that I love you too. Music.
politics and bullshit. We're going to take a quick break, and when we do, we're going to return with that in easy news. That's last week's news this week. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Neasy Please Show. As always, moving at the time-tested damn bona fide speed of 100% genuine true colored people time, we're taking it back to last week's Neasy News this week, and then we're going to tell you what to keep an eye out for in the week ahead. You are now listening to the Neasy News. Keep it locked right here on the Neasy Please Show. Today is Wednesday. Shit me. January 27th. Let's see. Let's do the weather. We are looking at... What's it looking like? It's looking all right. It's pretty outside. I'll take it. It's better than getting shot on with snow like the East Coast is dealing with right now. Back in the day today, this happened, and we'll never forget it. 1949, the New York Giants signed their first black players, Monte Irvin and Ford Smith. Bold choice. Bold pick. Then in 1958, the Lego company patents their design of Lego bricks, still compatible with bricks produced today. And finally, in 2001, Super Bowl 35, Baltimore Ravens beat the New York Giants 34-7. Smoked them, like we're about to do to these New England Patriots. Hey folks, given the controversy surrounding the uptick in people threatening to kill Arabs or Muslim people because they were juiced up after watching the American-Iraq War propaganda film, American Sniper, I thought it would be cool to touch on a kind-hearted military veteran story to counterbalance all that negative press and showcase how our country's veterans are continuing to do their part to make our country stronger and safer by investing in our most precious resource, our children. My good buddy Rob Walker has one of the coolest jobs in Chicago. He's a Navy veteran who works with other veterans through the nonprofit Leave No Veteran Behind in association with Green Corps, who are taking on, and I quote, our country's most pressing issue of youth disinvestment by teaching Chicago inner city kids science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, or STEM for short. And they do this all through bicycles, turning old, broken, busted bikes into that new hotness of smart bikes that can charge your cell phone. You heard? As you ride. That's what I'm saying. Ba-bam! Visit LeaveNoVeteranBehind.org or GreenCorps.org to learn more about how you can help, or just go to PleaseE.com for the links. Holler. Let's move on to last week's Neasy News. We're going to dip through these stories rather quick-like. Here we go. The State of the Union was last week, and our President Obama spoke and had much to tout considering the economic growth that America is experiencing and hasn't felt since the 1990s. Yet somehow that still does not warrant any standing ovations from the Republican-leaning right-hand side of the aisle. They're too busy hating the idea of a successful black president. Well, I for one will commend President Obama for his economic growth of the country considering he inherited a manufactured financial crisis predicated on predatory loans, inflated eagles of Wall Street, and the all-too-complicit American governing institution that provided the legal framework of non-regulation for such a disaster to even emerge. But that's all small potatoes compared to what President Barack Obama proposed with regards to the stars. Strap on your space helmets and aim for that red dot because we're getting ready to go to Mars, bitches! That's right, we're about to colonize Mars up on that ass. How much you want to bet this is going to cause a war? A space race, astral chase throughout the stars. How much you want to bet we're already on Mars fighting a none too happy about it subterranean reptilian race of humans who are more than a little reluctant to roll out the red carpet for us space invading monkeys? Only time and ample inquiries using the handles that be via the Freedom of Information Act will tell. And so far as if the media would look up and evaluate the information that's already been declassified in a non-condescending light, and take into account what those who've served our country in prior crises and in times of war, including some of America's most sensitively guarded facilities, such as nuclear silos and nuclear submarines, are now brave enough to share with the world with regards to their encounters of the unexplained, in the hopes that our scientific community would begin to give a fair evaluation 
evaluation into the evidence currently in existence. End the truth embargo, President Obama. We're grown enough to take it. Tell the world about alien visitation and the implications of our planet if we don't do a whole lot more to safeguard our ecosystem. Speaking of ecosystems, South Africa had to hide 100 rhinos from poachers. Why might someone want to poach a rhino, you might ask? At least I'm asking. Well, for their horns, of course. People are poaching rhinos to make alchemic potions and such that allegedly cure headaches and, you know, do stuff like stave off death. Kind of like phoenix feathers in Final Fantasy, I guess. Trying to raise people. Except it's really just the equivalent of drinking hairy fingernail clipping steeped tea, considering a rhino's horn is made of the same stuff that's in your hair and nails. Moving on, let's see. Speaker of the House John Boehner invited Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to speak to the U.S. Congress about Iran's nuclear program, trying to undermine motherfuckers, and Boehner did so without President Barack Obama's knowledge and or consent, and Prime Minister Netanyahu accepted. This is a total breach of U.S. decorum with respect to the head of state of another country only ever being invited by the sitting commander-in-chief, Prime Minister Netanyahu's going to speak before Congress, but he will do so looking like a total heel, while undermining real grown folk business like the Iran nuclear disarmament, while he waxes poetic in front of our U.S. Congress about his tongue-in-cheek peace processes, while rapidly expanding Israeli settlements on sovereign reign Palestinian lands, all but ensuring the world views his two-state solution of Israel and Palestine remains a bloody joke while meddling in U.S. politics like a troll. Prime Minister Netanyahu will not be meeting with the president. Are you surprised? What else we got? King Abdullah's dead. That's right. An era has ended. Saudi Arabia's King Abdullah died just last week. Rest in peace, King Abdullah. We're taking it from here. Long live the newly crowned Prince King Solomon. May your reign be filled with love and light. How's about letting women drive under your rule, boss? One can hope. What else we looking at? Someone broke the beard off a of King Tut's bust. That's right, a solid gold bust of King Tut Unk Amun, a.k.a. King Tut, had the beard knocked right off by a clumsy curator. Then they tried to cover it up by gluing it back on with some Home Depot-style epoxy glue. To make things even stickier, the glue leaked onto the rest of the bust and the beard and eventually fell off again. Looks like someone didn't want to explain to the boss that they destroyed an earthen African artifact dating back to antiquity. Man, they really gummed things up. The bust is now being treated for irreversible damage due to the glue dripping all over the place. Let's hope it can be restored. What else are we looking at? Ah, the mysterious death of an Argentina prosecutor turned detective Alberto Nisman, who delved into the 1994 bombing of an Argentine-Israelite mutual association center and was preparing to implicate the current Cristina Fernandez administration as complicit in its cover-up, instead wound up found dead in a bathroom in what was made to look like a suicide, but for which such an unfortunate outcome now appears to be highly suspect, after forensics detailed that no ballistic evidence, you know gunpowder, was found on Mr. Nisman's hands. Again, he was just preparing to incriminate Argentina spy agency upon discovering tales of international espionage involving what I would assume was an elite undercover faction of Iran's Quds forces, detailing deceit, deception, and murder in Argentina. By the way, it should be noted that the blogger who brought into question the validity of the investigation of Alberto Nisman's death has since fled Argentina after the Argentine government tweeted your boy's flight plans. You better run, nigga, they're trying to kill you. It should also be noted that a lot of Nazis changed identities and received a non-official but nonetheless convenient asylum in Argentina. Isn't that weird? Just like America provided for NASA scientists, I mean Nazi scientists here in the U.S. 
do notice that Argentina is now a nuclear power, which leads us into, in the week ahead, keep a lookout for more global unrest and the evisceration of revisionist histories. This debate ain't going nowhere anytime soon. War is over if you want it. Keep it locked right here on the Neasy Please Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Neasy Please Show. In life, some things are bad, some things are terrible, and some things are beyond the pale, which brings us to my next segment, that's a damn shame. Not to be confused with our other segment, that's a goddamn shame, which will air again at a later time and date. Hollywood actor Anthony Mackie thinks black men with dreads are perceived as murder suspects on the first 48. Yikes, that's me, I better listen up. Or if I were to follow Mr. Mackey's advice, I better forfeit my birthright and conform to the American standard of acceptable African-American appearances or I might find myself in a whole heap of trouble. And boss, we don't want no trouble, no sir. Only this pervasive point of view does nothing to explain the countless times African-American men have fit the description while being clean-cut and shaven, tattooless, and wearing a business suit on their way to work. But whatever. Now, before you go fronting on my boy Mackie, there was context to his commentary. And I'll defend him because when you view his statements in totality, I still come away not agreeing with him on everything, mind you. But the bullet points of his more salacious statements don't rub me as wrong when viewed in the entirety relative to the dialogue. Now, with that being said, that nigga did assert that black men with dread invoke their own criminality and that's a slave's mentality big daddy stick around for more here on the Neasy please show we'll be right back welcome back to the Neasy please show finally as always here on the Neasy please show about to take some time remind my audience i got that two-part ep these and those i'm gonna be doing another little video shitlit talking about something probably these and it shall be the bomb for I said so. We are coming at you with t-shirts and shit. Best believe we about to drop bombs on these fools. And we also announcing some cool happenings here from your boy Neasy Please out the Northwest. Believe that. All this and more is available to you, the listener. Free to bump on www.pleazie.com. That's www.pleazie.com. Keep an eye out for what we post in the future. Cool happenings from the Northwest Coast. More on that in future shows. Moving on. Let me finish with this, if you please. So what have you? Seahawks are about to blow out the Patriarchs at Super Bowl 2015, kid. Yeah. What else have we? Obama gave his first State of the Union of 2015. Haters gonna hate, we going to Mars, bitches. Continuing on with, Anthony Mackie says things wacky. But that brother got acting chops, though. Go see his new movie, Black or White, starring Kevin Costner. Support that shit. And of course, the Neasy Please Show, the this or that's these. Check back later this week for sneak peeks into the process. And that's the Neasy Please Show for now. I'd like to thank you, our listeners, for being with us. And you can catch this show, nigga, again next week or some shit. Because, man, it's the game, son. It's the game be making it like that. Be making shit come out like two days after it's supposed to. It's the game, kid. Nigga, that's the game. I have to say congratulations again to the Seattle Seahawks for battling it out. We about to blow these motherfuckers out. 2015, nigga. L.O.B. Sorry, I just got a little L.O.B. in my throat there. Please feel free to leave comments on the Neasy Please Show iTunes podcast page or the Stitcher page or the FM Player page, whatever you want to do. And be sure to join us every week to see what's really good with new Northwest music via your boy, Pleasy. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week with more music, politics, and that old bullshit ahead. As always, I'm Neasy Please, and I'm wishing you love, peace, and the pursuit of happiness. Two-time champions, nigga. What?